Live here on Thursday, June 29th, 2023. We're going to have uh, Gary Stafford with the Gallagher's coming up at uh, 11, and we're also going to have John Terrell. I've got all audios being uploaded now to Podbean. Many of you may know that already, but for those that have not been tuning in in a while, that's where you can find all the archives, not only for uh, Omega Man, but also the new podcast we launched a couple weeks back called The Omega Man Reloaded, where I'm going back and taking two programs and uploading them every day from the archive, starting with episode one. So that's coming along pretty good. And um, that also has been moved to Podbean. So... Both podcasts, Omega Man and the Omega Man Reloaded, now at Podbean. That's going to be our main hub. And then we've got about 10 platforms, which you'll see on the Podbean page, little icons. That, uh, you can listen to the show from uh, other services like um, Apple Music, Amazon Music, uh, soon Google Music, Spotify, Pandora. There's a bunch of them and more being added all the time. Uh, one thing, though, I noticed there's a glitch because I had to temporarily um, set up a SoundCloud server again for the reloaded program and then moved it back to Podbean. Um, if you had already subscribed on Podbean to the Mega Man Reloaded, it may be coming up with uh, nothing uh, under the um, podcast listing for it. So what you got to do is just unsubscribe to the Mega Man Reloaded and then search on Omega Man again, you'll see the, the Omega Man Reloaded, and then resubscribe. And that will tie you back into the correct channel. Because I noticed that glitch um, on my Podbean app today. And that's only because I had to start with Podbean, then move the SoundCloud back to Podbean. Well, we've got all that fixed. So if you do that, <clears throat> just unsubscribe to the Reloaded, and then resubscribe if you're having that same problem I did. That'll fix it, and then you'll be in like Flint. So, uh, yeah, we've had uh, reshuffling going on. We've had some uh, changes we made that I think are for the better. And um, now we're ready to go full throttle uh, ahead. And um, there's actually going to be probably more opportunity to grow the program than ever before now that I've got a few of these things sorted out and and cleaned up. Uh, all the old archives uh, are gone. Uh, 
thankfully there won't be any more confusion if you come to MixLR. You won't see any of these old recordings from 2016 and get confused. All that's been wiped out, <clears throat> and we're, we're going to build back better and actually do it, regardless of what Biden said he was going to do. Of course, Biden, uh, we know, he's just a mouth puppet uh, for those that are running the show behind the scenes. So when we say Biden, I mean, you know, that crew called Team Biden. Okay. Welcome, wherever you're tuning in from. Glad to have you. Um, we've come back uh, now with uh, two ways that you can tune in live. Not only MixLR is back with the chat room, but we have the IceCast server, which is kind of cool. And that runs independent of, um, of MixLR, so you can choose either one of those to stream the program on. And uh, that and more updates uh, are posted over my website, omegamanradio.com. And don't forget, while you're over there looking for any updates, uh, you might as well play a game of Pac-Man, Asteroids, Missile Command, or Centipede. <laughs> Just scroll down to the bottom. I wish I could find Castle Wolfenstein. Anybody remember Castle Wolfenstein? I'm not talking the uh, the, two, the 3D version that came later. You know, it's kind of like Doom. I'm talking an old school game from 1984. 8-bit. Um, yeah, I played back in the 80s. And then they had a follow-up to it called Beyond Castle Wolfenstein. And those that was a fun game. You find yourself in this uh, Nazi castle, and uh, you've got to escape. And uh, you're, you find yourself uh, with another uh, inmate who, before he dies, he, he gives you a map, and he gives you a pistol, and you've got one one magazine of bullets, and you've got to break out of that place and uh, fight the Nazis all the way out. And then the Beyond Castle Wolfenstein is uh, you've got to find Hitler in this uh, bunker complex and assassinate him. And then you win the game. So, yeah, those are cool games. Silas Warner, that's the guy's name. He wrote the um, original Castle Wolfenstein, 1980, probably 84. Yeah. Okay, I digress. How to get off on that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. The little game's at the bottom of the screen. Okay, let me get on track here. I need to take a sip of coffee. Hold on. Also, don't forget, sign up to my Substack. Okay, Spirito Monday, Monday said, um, if you can find Galaga or Dig Dug free online, please let me know. Uh, Roku, if you have a Roku box, they actually have... Uh, Galaga. Man, it's better than the original. It's like the arcade version. Yeah, you can get that on your uh, Roku. Dig Dug. I remember Dig Dug. That was one of the games I had back then. Old School is Omega Man from the early 80s. Started with an Atari 2600 clone. Uh, We got the Sears version (laughs) for Christmas. And um, when was that? That was 1982, I think it was. 82? Yeah, 82. That was great. Got the Texas Instruments, TI-99-4A. My granddad gave me 50 bucks on that and my dad 100 so I bought it. It was a rebate. So I got that instead of the Commodore 64. I should have got the Commodore 64. And then uh, later on, the Atari 800XL, and then my stepfather brought home an IBM PC in 85, and then I had two great machines, the 8-bit and then the state-of-the-art IBM PC with an RGB monitor 
85-86 that was a good year and then knowing that I was all in on nerd I packed my computer up my senior year of high school so I could find me a girlfriend because I figured uh, if I kept playing on that Atari I'd never meet me a girl but it didn't work out like I wanted but uh, there we are and then I came back and now I'm full nerd again okay well welcome aboard don't forget to sign up for my sub stack very important because I'll use that to send updates out and it's holding really well I mean it really feels good finally to be able to uh, find a platform where you can post anything you want whether it be an article or a video and many people are doing it like um, Pulitzer Prize winning author Seymour Hirsch this is a dude who broke the story on the Nord Stream pipeline he says America Norway did it I have to agree with him it's not looking good for America we keep uh, doing bad things don't we hopefully we'll see a um, a change I get asked all the time uh, where are you from the uh, local Indonesians trying to communicate with me super nice people I just need to learn Bahasa because I, I, my baby daughter Jemima speaks more Bahasa than me. She's only one and a half. But I, uh, I know a few phrases, and some of them uh, speak uh, fair enough English that we can communicate, and they all ask me, hey, where are you from? And I tell them, uh, well, I'm from America, and I've been in Bali seven years. And they said, wow. And some of them say, Joe Biden. And I said, no bagus. That means not, not good. They said, no bad goose? Obama? No bad goose. Homosexual. And I, I freak them out. They don't know. <laughs> they laugh. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy what we got in Washington. Well, maybe we'll see RFK Jr. and um, DeSantis run. I'd vote for him. That'd be a great, a great combination. I'd like to see RFK in there. Um, he needs to change his views on a few things like I think he's pro-abortion so we need him to change on that but uh, I like where he stands on everything else with the vaccine and he's pro-Bitcoin and uh, you know will he make it? Only God will have to intervene on this one because otherwise they'll steal this one again like they did the last one So, well that's all I have to say about uh, political we'll get on to, into the word here in just a minute but uh, sign up for my Substack if you're not already signed up there we got about 140 people or so signed up to that got about 175 signed up to the podcast so it's a small following but uh better we made some changes now than later and now at least we can build back and uh, grow this thing so uh help me get the word out uh new podcasting times uh new archives and Substack, and uh you can do that by just posting any shows or articles that you find interesting uh, wherever you have any influence out there so we can build this network back okay um, looking at the chat room Madonna is in intensive care let me tell you something about that I saw that in the news feed on YouTube uh, I have YouTube coming through my Roku box, so that's usually my default video channel. And um, I saw a couple of news stories on that. 
And then I went over to Madonna's uh, YouTube channel. And within the last, let's say, six months, she did some blasphemous things as part of some kind of vanity um, affair right, right up or promo. And I don't recommend you watch it. But she has this really freaky uh, video where she's wearing something like a a heart with all these uh, swords in it, and she's dressed like uh, like the Virgin Mary might be portrayed. And then the scene switches on this video to her at the Last Supper as Jesus, and all the disciples are women, and they're they're looking very lewd, and uh, all of a sudden she spits blood out of her mouth. I had to turn it off. It was so creepy and demonic. And I looked at her face. Um, and um, it gave me a really bad feeling. I had to flip that thing off and quick. I mean, it was like demons jumping out of the uh, the scene. And, and she says, um, she said something like, uh, um, I'll, be, I'll be coming soon. I mean, uh, blasphemous video. I hope she repents. Because to do what she did on that, I mean, it's sickening. And I think she's trying to push the envelope again. And she's trying to recycle um, some of those old videos. Remember the one where she said, like a prayer, I'm going to take you there? I mean, evil stuff. This lady is full-on demon-possessed now. And if she keeps up that plastic surgery, she's going to turn into a Frankenstein. It's really bad. I'll pray for her right now, though. Father God, in Jesus' name, we stand in the gap for Madonna. She's been acting wickedly. But we ask God that you would pour out your goodness, mercy, and grace on her and forgive her of her sins before she dies and goes to hell. God, whatever you need to do, Give her a dream, a vision. Give her a divine appointment. Someone that can speak to her. For it's too late, God. We bind her strong man and bind every demon operating in her. In the name of Jesus, command those demons to loose her mind and will. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. God, save her. <clears throat> At all cost. For it's too late. We pray in Jesus. I just want to make sure you. Okay. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to go to hell, but that's where she's headed. Uh, it's called Madonna X Vanity Fair. The Enlightenment. It's the creepiest thing I've seen. And uh, oh man, it's sickening. God have mercy. But there we are. Okay. Now she's headed. She's headed to hell. And on the fast track right now, she doesn't repent. I mean, you don't do those kind of things that she did. That's blasphemous. And she mocks mocks uh, what Jesus said. He said, "I'm coming soon." She says, "I'm coming soon." And uh, I mean, it, it, it's uh, it's eerie and wicked. Okay, yeah, but I saw that today. That was interesting. Um, a lot of people have been dying recently. Uh, some of my own family 
uh, have a um, second cousin who had just passed away and then my brother called me up the other day and said uh, our friend Joey Holloway died of brain cancer and a lot of people were dying if they know Christ like these two that I just mentioned they go right into the immediate presence of the Lord they go home with Jesus but there's a lot of people that don't know Jesus who are also dying and they're going right into hell I don't know where those people were on that sub that went down to look at the Titanic but if they didn't know Jesus when that thing imploded their spirits came right out of their body and they just went down down deep deep into hell if they didn't know Jesus I hope they did but if they didn't it's too late be just like that okay we're going to um, get into um, the book of Genesis again we uh, left off yesterday over in Genesis 12 so we'll start with Genesis 13 Father Yehovah the mighty name of Jesus Christ I thank you for today this is the day that you have made we shall rejoice and be glad in it we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over all of us right now Father God we invite the Holy Spirit of God to come and we ask in the name of Jesus Christ that you would illuminate your word for us that you would guide and direct all of our steps put a hedge of protection wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around all of us in Jesus Christ's mighty name Amen Okay, we're going to pick up in Genesis chapter 13 um, and Abram went up out of Egypt he and his wife and all that he had and lot with him into the south and Abram was very rich in cattle in silver and in gold and he went on his journeys from the south even to Bethel unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Hai unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first and there Abram called on the name of the Lord capital L-O-R-D his name is Yehovah and Lot also which went with Abram had flocks and herds and tents and the land was not able to bear them that they might dwell together for their substance was great so that they could not dwell together and there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land and Abram said unto Lot Lot was his uh, nephew let there be no strife I pray thee between me and thee and between my herdsmen and thy herdsmen for we be brethren is not the whole land before thee separate thyself I pray thee from me if thou wilt take the left hand then I will go to the right if thou depart to the right hand then I will go to the left and Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan that was well watered everywhere before Yehovah destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah even as the garden of Yehovah like the land of Egypt as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. So Lot took the choice parcel, he thought. It looked the best, well watered. Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, 
And Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked, and sinners before Yehovah exceedingly. They were all in on sin, in other words. And Yehovah <clears throat> said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it, and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent, and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto Yehovah. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Eleazar, Cheder, Lamer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, that these made war with Barah, king of Sodom, and with Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, and Shemeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Belah, which is Zor. I'm pronouncing those confidently, but I don't know if I'm right. But we'll go with it. All these were joined together in the valley of Sedum, which is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Shedor and Almer. In the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Cheder and Almer and the kings that were with him and smote the Rephaims and Ashtaroth, Karnaim and the Zuzims and Ham and the Amims and Shavi Kurathim. I think those th- three groups there were uh, uh, Nephilim and the Horites in their Mount Seir unto Elperan Elperan which is by the wilderness and they returned and came to in Mishpat which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekites and also the Amorites that dwelt in Haziz Antimar. And there went out of the and there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Adma, and the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, the same as Zor, and they joined battle with them in the valley of Sidim. with Chidor Laomer, the king of Elam, and with Tidal, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Eleazar, four kings with five. And the valley of Sedum was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, and fell there. And they that remained fled to the mountain. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their victuals and went their way. And they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, 
who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eshel, Eshcol, and the brother of Aner. And these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. And he divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them, and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother-in-law and his goods, and the women also, and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chidrangamar, and the kings that were with him in the, at the valley of Shaveh, which is in the king's dale. And Melchizedek, uh, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. Now, there have been people, I think, that have taught that Melchizedek was actually Jesus. And I don't see that here, do you? Let me read it again. And Melchizedek, it says he was king of Salem. That was a city out there. Brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand, and he gave him tithes of all. Gave him 10% of what he had. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons, and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted my hands unto Yahovah, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say I have made Abram rich. Save only that which the young man have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Aner, Eskel, Mamre, let them take their portion. After these things, the word of Yehovah came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. In other words, he had no heir. And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is 
mine heir. And behold, the word of Yahovah came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thy own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad, and said, Look now toward heaven, and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in Jehovah, and he counted it to him for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am Jehovah that brought thee out of Ur, of the Chaldees, to give thee this land to inherit it. And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, Take me a heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece, one against another. But the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. And lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. That's uh, that's the the word regarding where I guess that you call the word of knowledge, wouldn't it, or prophecy of what would uh, take place where the Israelites would go into bondage in Egypt for four hundred years. He's telling Abram the future. Again, know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. Could you imagine if uh, if that was a future for you and I in America? Not to say that it is, but I mean, you know, if uh, we were told we're going to have to go into uh, bondage for 400 years under the hand of the Chinese. We might be in bondage for a while, though, the way things are going. And they shall afflict them 400 years, and also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. In the same day, Jehovah made a covenant with Abram saying unto thy seed have I given this land now this is the land deed here and there's more details on it later but uh, this land God is giving to Abram and to his seed forever and we got people trying to steal it right now who who, who is any nation or any individual 
to try to override what God wants to do with his own land that he created. That's what people are doing when they're talking about giving up land that God gave to the Israelites to somebody like the um, the Palestinians, which have never had a king, which are not part of this inheritance here. God says, Unto this, to thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. The Kenites and the Kenizzites and the Cadmonites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the Rephaims and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Girgashites and the Jebusites. Abram's going to get it all. Now, Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children. And she had a handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, Yahovah hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. Big mistake. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee, I have given my maid into thy bosom, and when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. Yahovah judge between me and thee. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand, do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel of Yehovah found her by a fountain of water, in the wilderness, by the fountain and the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence camest thou? And where will you go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarai. And the angel of Yehovah said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of Yehovah said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of Yehovah said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shalt bear a son, and shalt call his name Ishmael. Because Yehovah hath heard thy affliction, and he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And she called the name of Yehovah that spake unto her. Thou God seest me. For she said, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Wherefore the well was called Beer Laharoi. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bare Abram a son. And Abram called his son's name 
which Hagar bare, Ishmael. And Abraham was 86 years old when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, 99 years old, Yahovah appeared unto Abraham, unto Abram, excuse me, and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee and their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan. Pay attention to this. All the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant, therefore thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised. And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin and it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. Every man-child and your generations. He that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger which is not of thy seed. He that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money needs to be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised man, man child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be shall her name be. And I will bless her, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face, and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear? And Abraham said unto God, O that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed and thou shalt call his name Isaac and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him so the covenant which includes all that property 
God is making with Abraham and Isaac the child of promise Brother Al Cubbett used to say I should have missed Brother Al Cubbett thanks mom but God's not going to leave out Ishmael he says and as for Ishmael I have heard thee behold I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and will multiply him exceedingly twelve princes shall he beget and I will make him a great nation that's something I never considered before we know about the uh, Abraham who beget Isaac and Isaac uh, beget Jacob and then we've got the the twelve nations correct because Jacob's name is changed to Israel but I hadn't thought about Ishmael he also had twelve sons interesting I wonder what their names are again God said he would multiply him exceedingly twelve princes shall he beget and I will make him a great nation but my covenant will I establish with Isaac so um, the Muslims which I believe came from this group from Ishmael uh, they teach that God made the covenant not with Isaac but with Ishmael but that's not what the Bible says does it but my covenant will I establish with Isaac which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year and he left off talking with him and God went up from Abraham and Abraham took Ishmael his son and all that were born in his house and all that were bought with his money every male among the men of Abraham's house and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day as God had said unto him and Abraham was 99 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin And Ishmael his son was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And I've got to circumcise Jeremiah and Judah. Now I would have done it at birth, but I live in a primarily Muslim country. And then on an island which is primarily Hindu. And I don't think they circumcise over here as a rule. The Muslims don't circumcise, right? The Jewish do. So I didn't want anybody getting over there uh, botching that thing up. So I just said, I'm going to wait. But poor Jeremiah and Judah. <laughs> uh, the, what will I say to them the day I'm going to get them circumcised? I, I want to get a Jewish doctor because they've got the best you know, best uh, track record. And they've done the most circumcisions, right? You're supposed to circumcise a child, I think, at the on the sixth or seventh day. But... Uh, years ago well it was about 2005 um, my brother Damon called me up one day and said uh, dad's went in for an operation and while he was in there he was going to get circumcised and I, I freaked out I was like what circumcised he was 50 holy cow even though he was uh, let's see dad died in 2007 at 57 so he was he was about 55 when he got circumcised 
I got to ask my brother about that. Just make sure I remember correctly. That's that's wild. Could you imagine? Abraham was ninety nine when he got circumcised. Let's do a show of hands. Any guys out there circumcised? Just saying. Okay. Of course, we learned that uh, Paul said circumcision is nothing when we're talking about the New Testament in terms of for salvation. But um, it's still uh, still a sign that God demands of um, uh, Israel. And I am for circumcision. I think it's the right thing to do. But I just wasn't sure if it was the right thing to do over here. So there we are, just saying. Those boys got a circumcision coming. Yes, they do. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell them about it. Um, yeah, boy, I got to broach that one. God have mercy. Better do it as a child. I was circumcised. Maybe some of you were. I don't remember it. I don't think you should remember it. Um, yeah. Okay. We're talking about circumcision. But it says, In the same day Abraham circumcised and Ishmael his son. And all the men of the house, born in the house, and bought with money of a stranger, were circumcised with him. If you get circumcised, you don't have to worry about smegna cheese. Just saying. That's what I heard. Smegna cheese. Did I just gross anybody out? I hope you weren't having a breakfast over there, Brother Wes. We're talking about smegna cheese. And Yahovah appeared unto him in the plains of memory. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. So this has happened um, prior to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Keep that in mind. They said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee. Excuse me. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him, and when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree. Who did Abraham think these three men were? And I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts. After that ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent, unto Sarah and said make ready quickly three measures of fine meal knead it and make cakes upon the hearth she's going to cook up some bread or some hoe cakes what do you call it homemade bread fresh right off the hearth I hope they had some butter to go with it there's nothing like uh, hot bread with Real cow's butter, that's all I eat. I will not eat margarine. Margarine will clog up your arteries. So will any type of uh, vegetable oil. Stick with uh, butter or olive oil, right? I think that's the real reason behind Alzheimer's and dementia, if you really narrow it down. 
that's according to some of the experts out there. They're finally realizing hardening of the arteries. It's all that artificial butter, the margarine, and it's uh, all this vegetable oil. Maybe cheaper to buy in the beginning, but you pay the price later. Okay, I better get back on track here. And Abraham ran unto the herd, herd and fetched a, a tender calf and good and gave it unto a young man and he hasted to dress it. I think they're going to have some veal parmesan. And he took butter, there we go, and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree and they did eat. That's right. So they had them some beef. They had some hot bread. They had butter. And they drank milk. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. So, who are these that were visiting him? Angels. On assignment from God. Now Abram and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. She had stopped menstruating. I take it, right? God had to restart all that. Now Abram and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and again it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also? I take it they had probably not knocked the boots in a while. I don't think they had uh, had relations. She says, I'm old. Shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And Yahovah said unto Abram, Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh? saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? God heard her. And Yahweh said unto Abraham uh, that. And then, is, uh, is anything too hard for Yahovah? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee, according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay. But thou did laugh. And the man rose up from there and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on their way. And Yahovah said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of Yahovah to do justice and judgment, that Yahovah may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. And Yahovah said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which has come unto me, and if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from there, 
and went toward Sodom, and Abraham stood yet before Jehovah. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure there be fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy, and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked, that be far from thee? Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And Jehovah said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. Peradventure, there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty-five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again, and said, Peradventure, there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said to him, Oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Peradventure, there shall be thirty be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Peradventure, there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. I would be like, hey boy, make up your mind. <laughs> You're getting on my nerves now. <laughs> okay. And he said, oh, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Peradventure, ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And Yahovah went his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. Now, you have to decide, was this God? Came down in the flesh? Or uh, was he doing this proxy via the angels? which do look on the face of God and speak his word and do his bidding. But Abraham had a visitation. His name is changed. His wife's name is changed. God makes a covenant with him and says that he will have a son. Tells him what to name his son. Also states he's going to bless the first son, Ishmael, that Abraham had with his maidservant Hagar half Hebrew half Egyptian half brothers to the Israelites and he said he'll be a wild donkey of a man he'll be fighting with everybody talking about Ishmael we're going to have to stop right there but uh, we got pretty far today we got uh, we did Genesis 13 to 18 um and again, hopefully you men out there have been circumcised. Could you imagine if the Lord were to speak to you today and, and tell you, you didn't get circumcised, it's time to get caught up? That would hurt. It would hurt. Um, but there we are. i got to find out, what, what did my dad go in there to do, aside from that? 
just dawned on me. I think he wanted to get his tubes tied in his early 50s. Or some kind of cosmetic surgery. He decided, while I'm under, <laughs> just go ahead and have him do that procedure. That would be the only way to do it. That put me under. Of course, I'm, you know, if I had not already been. Just saying. Okay, there we are. And uh, it got real quiet in the chat room. You never know where we may go on Speak My Word, but I'm not the one who brought up the subject. We're reading the Word of God. It talked about the circumcision. Moses had to get circumcised too. Absolutely. And um, I heard about a group of uh, British SAS. They were doing some uh, special assignment over there uh, in Iraq and uh, they come under fire and got captured and they were their captors um, claimed that they were Israeli spies and um, they actually made them drop trowel and look at their package to see if they were circumcised or not and these guys had been circumcised but this one guy had to make as though he had not been circumcised. That's all I'm going to say. That actually happened. That's how they were going to identify him. There we are. Okay. He was pulling on that skin. That's all I can say. Trying to stretch it out. Um, and I think he he uh, convinced him that he, that he had not been circumcised. That's all I'll say. That was actually <laughs> in a movie. It actually happened. Uh, these SAS, they, they got captured. They finally escaped, though. Real, real interesting story. And they had, uh, they had belts that were given to them that had um, uh, gold sovereign coins hidden inside the belt. So if they got captured, maybe they, or if they got in trouble, they could buy their way out. They had other gear that was uh, given to them also, but they had no idea what was in store for them. Interesting movie. Okay. I'm going to save this program and um, we're going to be back here with our next guest, Kevin and Barbara Gallagher and uh, Gary Stafford. Stand by.